the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praise it. This is Pastor Pearson of Word Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called being imitators of Christ. God desires each and every one of us who've been blessed to be born again, to be imitators of Him. So that we can successfully be imitators of Him, God gave us an example to follow. That somebody is Jesus Christ. Jesus was the example provided by God the Father to help me and you imitate Him like He wants all of us to do. Jesus is the example that the Father gave us, His blood-bought church to follow. Then we'll live the blessed life that God wants us to live, and we'll be the blessing that He wants us to be, inspiring others to live the blessed life like you and me. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Jesus prayed that we, speaking of the children of God, would be one with the Father just like he was one with the Father. That we would be one with the Father just like he was one with the Father. Now you might say, well, how how was Jesus one with the Father? I'm glad you asked. He didn't say anything other than what the Father said. And he didn't do anything other than what he saw the Father do. He didn't do anything other than what the Father said. He didn't say nothing other than what the Father said. And he didn't do anything other than what the Father do. Oh, see, can I testify? Once again, I got to come back to me again. Praise God. I mean, when I first got saved, I told you my entire life was the opposite of everything that God said. My entire, I, all my actions, all my behaviors, all my thoughts was totally the opposite of what God had to say. But then I got saved. Okay. And then when I got saved, praise God, God started teaching me concepts. This is one of the concepts that he taught me, praise God. That one right there. He said, Jesus, who I am now part of, I am, I'm part of his body now. I'm him now. I'm, I'm, I'm locked in with him. I ain't telling you I'm Jesus. Don't be like run out of here. He think he Jesus. That's not what I said. Praise God. I'm saying that I'm his body. Praise God. I'm, I'm locked in with him. Is anybody hear me up here? I know folks. I got, I got to clear things up. Praise God. Anyway. <laughs> well, Ryan said, that brother think he Jesus. No, that, that ain't even what I said. Right? I didn't mean it that way if I said it that way. Praise God. But anyway, point I'm trying to raise is he taught me this. Because I used to do a lot wrong. But he started saying, Simple concept to me whenever I reach to do something. Whatever I, I would even thank to do something. Thank, past possible ghetto, as you already decided it, now you're just trying to carry it out. Praise God, I, I thank to do it. He stopped and said, did you see me do that? I get ready to say something. I said, did I say that? I'm like, no. He said, well, why are you doing it? I'm like, my bad. So I make the adjustment. Somebody would say something to me, I'm ready to knock their teeth down their throat because that's how I roll, praise God. Hallelujah. 
And as soon as my hand would start coming out of my pocket, the Lord would say, is that what I did? I'm like, well, no, not really. <laughs> He's like, well, then what you doing? I'm like, I'm putting my hand back in my pocket. I'm walking away. I'm putting it, that straight razor back, praise God. And I'm, I'm closing it back up and walking away, praise God. Because I found out he don't do that. That revolutionized my life. Because the more I found out about the word of God, the more I found out about what he do. The more I found out about what he do, I found out about what I don't do. And what I'm going to do if I'm going to walk like that too. See, we need to learn to make adjustments to whatever he do. That if he don't do it, you don't do it. If he don't look at it, you don't look at it. If he don't look at it, you don't look at it. Want an example? I'll give it to you. Jesus was trying to be set up by the Pharisees and the Sadducees. The Pharisees in order to take him down. So they brought a woman caught in the act of adultery. I said the act of adultery. I didn't say was considering adulterizing. I'm saying in the act of adultery. I didn't say had finished adulterizing, took a shower, and then put on her clothes. I said caught in the act of adultery. Most folk don't adulterize fully clothed. Come on, work with me. In the act, Ruta, Tuta, all right there. And drug her before Jesus. Threw her down in front of her with her neck itself. And the Bible says Jesus immediately looked down and started writing in the sand. Dang, she fine. No, for real. <laughs> no, that ain't what he wrote. That is. It was, <laughs> he wrote. <laughs> Point I'm trying to raise is he looked down. Watch now. He looked down. Why'd he look down? Because that's his sister. He ain't supposed to be looking at that. That's a woman. He ain't supposed to defile her like that. So he looked down and refused to be able to, even though they set him up like that, he refused to look. So when I read that, I found out what I'm supposed to look at. And I found out what I'm not supposed to look at. Because if I'm going to be imitator of Christ, I can't be looking at nobody's nakedness. Because that ain't what I'm supposed to be looking at. Because if he don't do it, I don't do it. Brothers in the house go, if he doesn't do it, you don't do it. But man, she got it all out there, done. Do what's called a holy turn. Brothers up in here know what it is on one, two, three. Just turn your head, praise God. Is anybody hear me up in here? Amen. Protect her honor, even if she don't know how to protect her honor. You protect her honor, even if she don't know how to protect her own honor. If she walk out, our bahoogany's all out. That don't mean you got to be a bahoogany inspector. Is anybody hearing me up in here? You are an honor protector. You're not a bahoogany inspector. You're an honor protector. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Know your role in life. Praise God. You're supposed to protect a woman's honor. Y'all don't want to work with me up in here. You got to learn to adjust everything to what God has to say and conduct your life according to what he has to say. Since the Father only does good and doesn't do evil, then Jesus only did good. Praise God. And he only did what was good and never did that which was evil. That's because part of the oneness that Jesus prayed that we'd be with the Father is just like, this is part of the oneness that he prayed that we would be just like he was with the Father. He wants us to be one with the Father. Go back to verse 11, please. This gets powerful. Verse 11, it says, And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. 
I came to thee, Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are one. Did you hear what he just said? He's, now, now, I want you to pay attention to this. He says, now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. I come to thee, Holy Father, keep through thine own name. Now that might not mean nothing to a lot of people up in here, but when you read the words of Jesus and look back through the words of Jesus, most times that he, called, he spoke about God, he, talk, he called him Father. Father, 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 that's what he said over and over again. Father, 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 my Father, everything was my Father. Father, Father, my Father, till he get here. And then he says, Holy Father. Look at what he called his Father, Holy Father. He didn't just say Father, he said Holy Father. He didn't say, my great and mighty Father. He said Holy Father. Because if he said a great and mighty Father, then I know his greatness and his mightiness has something to do with how he's going to keep me. It's going to be because how powerful he is, how great he is. That's how I'm going to be kept. But no, he didn't say that. He said, Holy Father. Why is that? Because that's how he's going to keep me. Through holiness. Because he stated who the Father was that was going to be, we were supposed to be one with. He stated who the Father was that we're supposed to be one with. He ain't just Father. He's Holy Father. So Jesus was his Holy Son. That's what the Bible calls him, the Holy Son. And so if we're going to be one with the Father, we've got to be holy sons. Because otherwise we ain't one with the Father. And therefore we ain't kept. Where kept means protected and guarded. We won't be protected and guarded by God like, he, like we're supposed to be. Which means we become prone to whatever the devil want to do to you and me. Because we ain't got our Kevlar on. We ain't living a life that we're supposed to. We ain't staying in protection in a protected place like he intended to me and you. You know, under the shadow of the Almighty where it's such a way where it's a thousand to come by your right hand, ten thousand by your left, but it won't come nigh thee. Why? Because you lived holy like he told you to do. Which means if you choose not to operate holy like you're supposed to do, you just came outside of his protection. You just came outside of his ability to keep you. Because his ability to keep you stops at your choosing not to operate holy. That's why you watch saints all over the place get jacked up. But they went to church, check the rest of their life. Thank you for the one hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> See, Jesus was one with the Holy Father because he was holy. And if we're going to be one with the Father like Jesus was one with the Father, then we need to be holy just like they holy. Jesus remained one with the Father because he remained one with the Holy Father because he remained holy. He didn't just get there and stop being there. He, he, he stayed there. Does anybody hear me up in here? And if we're going to remain one with the Father, just like Jesus remained one with the Holy Father, then we need to remain holy just like him and the, and, and the Holy Father. Because if we do, he'll keep me and you. We're in John chapter 17. Let's do 15. I pray not that thou shouldst take them out of the world, but that thou shouldst keep thee from the evil. I'm about to run up in here. He said, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. Pause button. Now, if the world's so evil, and the world out there's so evil, and everything's so jacked up, then if you want to protect me, you want to keep me, seems like you pull me out the world. But Jesus said, I ain't praying that you take you out. I'm praying that you leave them right there but that you keep them from the evil. O.C., O.C. That means then that that which God will give you, that which God will do for you, 
is so powerful that he can leave you in the middle of the mess and you won't get messed up. He can leave you in the middle of the darkness and it won't affect you. That you can be able to show the devil, punk, you don't run nothing up in here. Y'all not flowing with me up in here. That we can walk straight through while everybody else doing what they do. And it don't have to affect me and you. That we can be right there where everybody else is burning and we don't even smell like smoke. Then we can be where everybody else is messing up and we ain't got to be de- dealing with a single bit of it. Because the power that God gives you that operates in holiness is so powerful that you can be in the middle of everything wrong and stay right. Oh, that's good to know. Because that don't mean I got to be holding on to the horns of the altar so I don't mess up. I don't have to be holding on. Pray for me, brother. Pray for I Wear the cold shower. I ain't got to be taking no cold showers. Well, you know, unless it get real hot here in San Antonio. But that ain't because of nobody. Is anybody hearing me up in here? That's just to chill my body. Is anybody hearing me up in here? But the point I'm raising, we ain't got to be going through all of that. Because what God gives you is so powerful. Holiness is so powerful. That the devil can't do nothing with it. That's why Jesus could walk right through the earth. That the Bible says that when he preached his, per- his first message in the synagogue, they wanted to throw him off a cliff. But Jesus walked straight through the middle of it. Because he was holy. And they can't touch this. Somebody say, can't touch this. See, this hammer time right here, baby. You can't, you can't touch this. <laughs> wow! I like this. Y'all don't even have to like this, praise God. Because remember, we the dominators. This is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith. No wonder Satan's trying to give you a teaching and say it don't matter what you do. So it can reduce your holiness and lose your ability to be kept. Lose your ability to be strong enough to not go wrong. So he tells you, it really don't matter what you do. Why? So that you don't be the you that God wants you to be. Because the you that God wants you to be is one that walks in total victory all the days of your life. That you can tell people no. When they say, come on, do this. You're like, no. Give it to me hood, y'all. You can be like, no. See, no, I don't do that. that." Well, you used to. That was used to. But I don't do no more. Why? Because before I wasn't holy, but now I'm holy like I'm supposed to be. Are you listening to me over here? So because of that, all them late night calls, that's all right. That's all right. It used to be that you'd look at it and be like, don't answer, don't answer, don't answer. Hi. He'd be like, can I come over? And then you'd be, you'd be like, you know you're supposed to say no. You know you're supposed to say no. Come on by. And then somebody hang up, I shouldn't have did that. Why did I do that? Because you're not walking in the thing that keeps you. Holiness keeps you and allows you to be strong enough to say no. So when they go, can I come over? No, you can't come over. Well, you know, it's night. That's why you can't come over. Well, you know, I, you know, I just wanted to talk to you. You a lie. That ain't what you wanted to do. You don't, call, you don't call nobody in the middle of the night to talk to nobody. Come on, it's 11 o'clock. Eight might fall for that. 11 don't fall for that. You don't call nobody, call nobody in the middle of the night to talk to them. I just came by because I just wanted to see you. Mm-hmm. Sure did. Praise God. Amen. Let's just. <laughs> Woo, Jesus. I think I better move on. 
Jesus said, I want to keep you. Verse 15, we read again. He said, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. That you can be kept from the evil. That word keep right there means to guard from injury or loss. The word keep means to guard from injury or loss. Jesus prayed that we would be guarded from loss and injury. Why is that? Because loss and injury are the results of sin. Anytime you sin, you open the door for loss and injury. You beckon it. You call it. You invite it to come in. You bid it to come in. And loss and injury is going to occur. And if that ain't bad enough, it ain't just going to occur in your life, but it's going to occur in anybody and potentially everybody's life who's connected to you too. Well, loss and injury is going to be affected by them because of you. Don't look at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. Praise God. So that, so that while I keep smoking what I want to smoke and talking what I want to talk, you just keep me in my house. I'm going to keep buying the dope. Y'all don't know nothing about what I'm talking about, do you? Praise God. You know what I'm talking about. Praise God. Well, see, because if you went up to and asked somebody holy, would you, would you buy my dope for me? They'll be like, no, I'm holy. I don't buy dope. But what you do is buy the dope and tell them, keep me in my house. They're going to put me out. You're like, oh, because you have that great big heart. Oh, I don't want you put out. And so I'll keep you in your house. No, you just bought that dope. Dope. <laughs> wow, you don't know the streets, do you? Well, I play late. I buy all my cigarettes and go get what I want to get. Me, my Mogan, David, and my wine. And we live in everything else like we want to all the time. You just keep my lights on. I'll buy this. You pay for that. So that the devil can reach through their pocket into your pocket and be able to take your stuff too. Because they refuse to live like they're supposed to. Don't get mad at me while I teach real good. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Then your old 35, 50-year-old child, praise God, still ain't grown up yet, still calling you up, talking about, I'm in trouble, mama, I'm in trouble, daddy. And then you, you scram- scrambling and, and giving away your tithe and everything else. And y'all, y'all don't get mad at me while I teach. Right? And the devil sit back laughing, saying, not only am I jacking you, but I'm jacking your holy one that's connected to you too. Because you refuse to live holy. Injury and loss is what comes as a result of it. It's always going to be injury where hurt's going to occur in some kind of a way, whether it's physical or emotional. It's going to hurt, and it's going to be loss where somebody's going to lose something because nothing from nothing leads nothing. But this ain't nothing. This something, which means something got to come to pass. Something got to be lost. Y'all don't want to work with me up in here, do you? Something got to be lost, and the devil knows that because the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ. What do you want to keep us from? Evil? Evil. That word evil right there means hurtful. That is evil. Hurtful. That is evil. Which means that, notice, it's hurtful and it's evil. Hurtful, which means it's going to be some harm, injury, something going going to happen. Properly, it means evil in effect or influence. God said, I'm trying to keep you from evil in its effect or influence. Evil in its effect in that it causes something hurtful to happen. Something that will literally be hurtful that'll happen. Well, later on we'd be crying. Later on we'd be upset. And then we come back. Well, God, why are you letting this happen to me? God said, excuse me? Excuse me? Why am I letting this happen? (laughs) When I told you what to do? When I told you how to live? When I told you how to come? Oh, that's right. You wasn't coming to church to hear nothing I said. You wasn't reading my Bible, which I gave you what to do. 
You weren't paying no attention to what I say to do. When I even woke you up and say, come on, pray. You go back to sleep and say, not today. When I even told you what to do. Can I teach you something? Money problems today are never because of your problems with money today. Money problems today is because of your bad decisions yesterday. Because you didn't do what God said do before. And didn't pay attention. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Relational issues are never relational issues based upon today. They're always based upon a, a previous day that we didn't do what God said do and conduct ourselves like we're supposed to. Well, the only thing happening is that the chickens is coming home to roost. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Chickens is coming home. To, that means yes, by the way. Praise God. Chickens is. <laughs> that's all that's happening. Amen. The, the, the crop is bringing forth its, its fruit now. Hallelujah. But God said, I'm going to protect you from that. Evil in effect as well as evil in influence. Evil in influence is that, is that it compels or produces evil effects on our actions, our behaviors, our opinions, and everything else. Whereas we think evil. We have a, evil opinions. And then we sit back and smirk and laugh about it like it ain't nothing. <laughs> yeah. Then when somebody tries to tell you the truth, you're like, yeah, I know all that. I know that. <laughs> With devil just laughing. It just <laughs> now, since the word evil has the word the in front of it, let's go back and look at it. Verse 15. It says, I pray not that thou shouldst take them out of the world, but thou shalt keep them from the evil. Since it's got the word the in front of it, then that means it's actually the hurtful, the evil. Speaking of the hurtful and the evil things that's going to happen. The hurtful and the evil actions and behaviors and opinions that's going to happen as a result of us not doing what God said to do. That God says, I'm trying to avoid even happening to you. I'm trying to keep that from happening to you. See, Jesus continued praying in his prayer to the Father so that he could then talk to the Father about how he wanted him to do it. How? Now, see, that's powerful. Because it's one thing to know what to do, but it's a whole other thing to know how to do it. One thing to know what to do, that's called knowledge. But then there's no how to do it. That's called wisdom. And the Bible teaches us that wisdom is the principal thing. You might know it, but you ain't wise. Because wise is what caused you to be able to open your eyes to see that this is what you ought to do. And conduct yourself like you're supposed to. That's why the opposite of a, a fool is a wise man. Does that make sense? Because the wise, the wise one understands what's going on. And all you're getting get understanding. You might have seen it, heard it, read it, but you don't know it. And you don't understand it. Why? Because you're still doing it. Does that make sense? Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I really hope that you're seeing what the Word of God says about God's desire for us to be like Him. I hope even more that you're seeing the importance of living our lives, imitating Him like He wants me and you to do. Because if we do, then we'll do what we need to do to be like God like He wants all of us to do so that we can live the awesome life that can only be lived when we live our lives imitating Him like He wants us to do. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christensen, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas between West and Blanco. 
Service times are Wednesdays at noon. Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after so. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. We also invite all the young adults in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to a young adult fellowship this Friday evening. It's called GAA. That's short for Generation Anointed and a Fire. GAA is a young adult ministry with a different flavor for a different generation. It's a ministry for young adults, ages 18 through 30-ish, who come together to celebrate the awesomeness of being young, brilliant, beautiful, born again, and fired up for Christ. The fellowship starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until they go home. AGW be hanging. Child care is provided at no charge. And VIP transportation service is available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be so glad you did. It's just good to find some other young saints in San Antonio who are also walking this thing out God's way. Whoever thought of being young and saved is boring must not know G-Dub. And to all of you ladies in San Antonio and surrounding areas, we invite all of you to come out to the Blessed Women of God Biannual Women's Wisdom Conference next week. Opening night will be Thursday evening, November 9th at 645. Ladies, it's going to be all the way live. There'll be three sessions on Friday, November 10th at 10 a.m. in the morning, 12 noon, and 6.45 p.m. And there'll be three sessions on Saturday, November 11th, beginning at 9.30 a.m. with the Blessed Women of God Breakfast. That's an all-you-can-eat breakfast prepared by the Brothers Word of Faith just for you ladies. There'll be another session at 12.30 and a closing session at 6.45 p.m. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. Child care and VIP transportation service are provided for all sessions at no charge. So ladies, come on through and bring some other sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word to have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 